You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick. Get to the flames, idiots. Yeah. Hockey, hockey. Puck, puck, puck. Words hurt sometimes. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. George is getting upset. Where has that little sexy minx been? (laughs) And Maddie Rose. (laughs) Oh, friends, welcome aboard. I've never used Pythagorean theorem. And I got some local notes for you as well. You got some local what? I can do it in like three tugs. You sure about that? We don't do that here. That's Toronto Radio. This is Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Oh, hi there. It's nice to see you this morning. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. It's Friday. It's Friday before a long weekend. So I'm sure there's a lot of uh, happy people driving into work today. Just one more day, you're almost there. Then you get the Monday off. That's fun. Or unless you don't really have a set schedule like that. Today could be your Friday, your Monday, your Tuesday. I don't know. But uh, Monday is a holiday. Um, Matty Rose, good morning. Are you excited that you're on the precipice of a three-day weekend? Yeah, I am. I was telling the boys today, very excited, very hyped. We're we're real hyped back here. We've got a lot of lads hanging out in the studio today, and um, we're going to give it our best to get through this Friday program and get to the long weekend. What lads? I don't know. There's heaps of lads in here. Ben? Ben. GVP? GVP. Shan? Shan's there, too? Shan's here, too. Oh, okay. Everyone's hanging out. All right. I uh, I have an extended long weekend this week, so I'll be back late next week after today. Yeah, real nice on that, by the way. <laughs> clown yeah, show. Right. Why is that a clown show? By the way, uh, you missed a great tournament yesterday. Tournament? Oh, dude, Jay's Care? Yeah, we how had, was it? We had a grand old time. Winston is in perfect shape. Weather yeah. was incredible. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Barfield was amazing. Oh, dude. I didn't see him swing the club, but oh. um, when he kind of spoke to the group after when we were doing the luncheon portion, yeah. uh, he was awesome. He told the story of his first game, getting to play in Chicago, and he got all teary-eyed. It was it was awesome. Um there was all sorts of great celebrities there. There was a, uh, a couple former Flames, a couple former Stamps. Uh, Mike Civic was there. Chris Cedarstrand was there. Mo Jabari. There was a pretty good uh, group of uh, celebrities and uh, people taking part. I played with the people from Foothills Creamery. Uh, Scott and Deepak and Katie and Nick. We had grand old time. We didn't win. Wilsey's group won, of course. But it was a lot of fun. Great oh, tournament. Nice. So you made you made some friends. That's good. Amazing lunch. Great Are little they, uh, great little grab bag. Highly recommend that if you can get involved next year, that you definitely do it. Are your um, Are your new friends listeners of the show? I think maybe sometimes. That's what we that's what we strive for here. Uh, you should listen to our show maybe sometimes. Well, yeah, I don't know if I. It didn't seem like they were. Uh, no, probably not a ton. Okay, I'm glad you had uh, definitely a lot of not fun. in the summer. How about that? 
Okay. I'm glad you had a lot of fun. Uh, we do have the Speargrass Golf Show coming up at 830. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll do that. Also, um, Tim McAuliffe, host of Sportsnet Central, joining us at 7 o'clock. And uh, Ricky Romero, uh, former All-Star Blue Jays pitcher, uh, 8 o'clock. Love when Ricky stops by. What's that? I love when Ricky stops by. He's the best. Uh, Big Niners fan, too. Got to ask him how worried he is about the quarterback situation in San Francisco. (laughs) Yeah. You seen some of those videos of Trey Lance throwing the football and he's terribly inaccurate? No, I don't watch any training camp videos. How dare you? Why would I watch training camp videos? That's so dumb. The question is, why wouldn't you watch any training camp videos? Because as someone who has watched training camp before, you can easily take highlights of one guy making one play when he's botching five others before doing that. Hmm. So I'm not buying into training camp videos. Because I've seen a lot of guys pop in training camp that never played a snap in the CFL. Um, Lots of stuff. Uh, last night, I watched a ton of the sports last night. Did you? What'd you, yeah. what'd you start with? Did you have the nap in and then get going oh, with yeah. the early Jays game? Hammered a nap. Uh, and then I watched the Jays game. And then I uh, I watched some of the Astros and Yankees game. I tuned into the NFL Hall of Fame game. Mm-hmm. I watched uh, some of the Mariners-Angels game. Look at you. I watched some of the Bombers and Lions game. That one didn't have a whole lot of uh No, but my man, uh, Kenny the King Lawler, is an oh absolute stud. Am I playing against Zach Caleros this week? Uh, let me check really quick. I got it right here. I just finished doing all of our numbers for the week. Uh, it looks like you are facing... Yeah, you're facing Zach Caleros. Yeah. We had a big day. Yeah. Yeah, but my man Kenny Lawler put up monster day. Yeah, Kenny Lawler had one of the best weeks, if not the best week we've seen from a receiver on an active roster all season. Yep, confirmed. Uh best week we've seen from a receiver all season long. Because losing like when you play he only team had two hundred yards. Sort of buy. He only had two hundred yards. We're not yards even the worst team in the league. I know. <laughs> yeah, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, it's it's Bender. Yeah. Which is hilarious. The guy who played in the CFL? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did play in the CFL. The guy who also um, has more points scored than anybody else, but given the way that our league format is, he's he's two and five. Yep, that would be yeah. that. That's too bad. Um, Shame. So I even watched some of that, and then I watched some of the uh, Dodgers and A's. Oh, I watched some um, New York City FC and uh, New York Ugh. Red Bulls in Ugh. North America's Cup action. I watched some Cruz Azul and Charlotte. Wow. What else did I watch? Look at you watching all these sports that I've never heard of and have very yeah. little interest in watching. And you know the you know the best thing is too, we're never gonna talk about any of it here. <laughs> no because nobody cares in Calgary. None of that. The only guy who cares is Patrick, and I can have the conversation with him, but he's not here today. No, Patrick is uh, I believe he's camping this weekend. But I don't really know. He's the it's man shrouded in mystery. It's my nightmare. Yeah, I know. Because you're such a big city rube. Oh, no, you're. Oh. No, Niagara Falls is not a big city. No, it's but you're like from 80, Toronto. No, people. We all know. Come on, George. Yeah. Toronto. Right. No. 
fine. I was born on Young Street in yeah, the middle exactly. of Young Street. Yeah. Yeah. In the shadow of Maple Leaf Gardens. Yeah, exactly. We all right. know that your favorite right. place to Wearing hang out is Wearing my Maple Leaf sweater. The yeah, alley between Rogers Center and the aquarium. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. The alley between there. Yes. Yeah. It's a good alley. Yeah. And the Hockey Hall of Fame. The Hockey Hall of Fame is really nice, actually. You know what? Uh, I I meant to tell you this. I think I'm going to make my first venture out to Toronto. Well, not my first, but my first in a while. uh, Next summer to watch the Jays play the Cincinnati Reds. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, really pre-planning this sucker. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting out there. And I'm like, I don't know what else to do apart from a Jays game. Well, who's going with you? My brother. Just you and your bro are going? TBD. Maybe some more people, but... Um, there's like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday series. My brother, like I've mentioned, all of a sudden he's a huge baseball fan, big Jays yep. guy, but his favorite player this year is Ellie De La Cruz, which oh, okay. by all means, the dude is a superstar in the making and yep. super fun to watch. Right. So we're going to go watch Cincinnati series, which is a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in Toronto. You go to all three games? I think he wants to go to all three games. Oh, and, use your Rogers discount for tickets? <laughs> duh. And, uh... I don't know what else to do apart from just go to Rogers Center and watch the game. Hmm. You could also go down to my hometown. There's a lot of stuff to do there. Yeah, I get. Okay, that. we'll talk off the air. I'll, I'll hook you up with like Toronto hotel your and stuff. No, it's not. I'll hook you up with stuff. Okay, you know I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know people. Uh, not many, <laughs> but I know a couple. <laughs> I know a couple. You kind of a big wheel out there, or what? Not but, at all. Yeah, not at all. Actually, guys, kind uh, of nor a big, big deal. wheel. No, not a big. No, just my friends. Make have good way! Jobs. Here comes the king. A couple of a uh, couple of my friends actually have stuff that can help you out with, but other than that, I'm no big wheel. Just like I'm, a, I'm a nobody in Calgary. Friends too. from the alley. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a I'm a zero in Calgary. I'm not Matt Rose. Like at the golf tournament yesterday, everybody knows who you are. Oh, it's not like I'm Pat away. Steinberg or anything. Like those Pat are the stars of the radio station. <laughs> you, Pat Steinberg, and Texty McTexterson are the stars of the radio station. Yeah, 100%. Like, that's the list. I don't know what the power rankings are between the three of you, but I know that's the list. <laughs> Does Alex Brody with still all due respect, With all due respect to my man Logan Gordon, <laughs> um, Patrick Dumas, we're all in the same boat. You, Steinberg, Texty. <laughs> The cream of the crop. Mm. The top of the top. Oh, yeah, for sure. Can't That's get enough. E3. Yep. Calgary yep. zone, baby. Yep. Um, We got some stuff to do. Heaps. Uh, We got some uh, tickets to the uh, Chasing Summer Festival this Saturday and Sunday at the Max Bell Center Festival grounds. Mm-hmm. We're giving away another pair of tickets. That's exciting. Yeah, very exciting. This is a good festival. I've been before. I enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, once again, the lineup's not working. Just like Stone it was sober too, right? Mystery. When you went, me, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna plead the fifth on this one. Mm. I'm just gonna. Okay. Uh, next question, please. Uh, also, uh, Greg, I believe that one. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, we have a uh, a round of golf at beautiful Speargrass Golf Course <laughs> to give away. <laughs> yeah, we do. Like, look at all the prizes we just hand over to people. Oh, I know. We just hand it out like so it's generous. candy on Halloween. Yeah, we do. We're we like just the flip out prizes. Yeah, we just leave the bowl out in the front step. Help yourself. You guys are adults. Yeah. Figure it out. Was there anything better than that one house that gave out pop for Halloween? 
Um, yeah, I was never much of a pop guy growing up. I, th- I think we've had this discussion. I didn't drink pop very much as a kid, and I don't even no, drink but- it very much now. So I was, I would rather get like a big chocolate bar than a can of pop. Well, there's that too, right? Without a the doubt. The that gave out the regular size chocolate bars. Yeah. And you, you bookmark like the, you, that. You like put that in your yeah. phone on maps and saved it for, for the next year. You know that house prints money. Right? Yeah. That's oh, what they yeah. Do. They're giving out regular size chocolate bars. Yeah. <laughs> One dude's a doctor and the other's a nurse. Yeah, for sure. It's like John Morosi. His wife's like a brain surgeon in yeah. front of the show. And they both went to Princeton. Yeah, you know they're giving out the big chocolate bars. Or Harvard. I don't know. I think it was. I, don't, I always forget which one. It's Princeton. Ivy League. Yeah. So he's super smart. Um, also, probably the crown jewel of today's episode uh-huh. of the big show. Yeah. Intern Ben is going to tee up uh, the monster match at the Women's World Cup this weekend. Now, I, I missed I, this yesterday. How was it? His World Cup update? Yeah. Flawless. Oh, good. Electrifying. Really? Um, I would say it's like, what was that diamond, the big diamond that they talked about a few years ago? It was like $11 million. <laughs> it had a name. It was that. Uh, like a, I, I, the Cullinan diamond? I don't know. I don't Qu- know which one it Quick was. search of big Bre- diamond. It wasn't a blood diamond, diamond. that's for sure. It was the not Briolette a blood diamond. diamond? The Excelsior Diamond could be the uh, Millennium Star Diamond. That's a cool name. Was for it a the Incomparable Diamond? Incomparable? Maybe. Did I do that right? Yeah, that's right. I don't know. Uh, the Sergio Diamond. This one just looks like a rock. The Pink Panther. Um, the Pink Panther. Oh, such a good show. Yeah. So uh, all of those diamonds was uh, Intern Ben's report. How about he the has... Golden Jubilee Diamond, George? Oh, that sounds very royal. Or maybe the Jonker Diamond. Okay. Um, it was named after Johannes Jacobus Jonker. That sounds like a fake name, but I didn't make that up. I read that okay. off a page. Uh, Inter Ben uh, will tee up the biggest match at the Women's World Cup. Uh, mm. Sweden against Team USA. Uh, Intern Ben, uh, I think GVP brought up a great point. Um, he was saying that uh, you need keys to victory. Are you going to have keys oh. to victory in your report today? I'm going to try to have a little bit of that today. Yeah. Mm. Uh, how, about a, how about a lot of that? I need keys to victory. Yeah, I'll bring a lot sides. of it. Yeah, yeah. Kick, okay. kick the ball in the other guys, the other team's net. Absolutely, that'd be where I would start. Okay, maybe park the bus if you get the lead. Definitely. Okay, well, that's, that's not a bad terminology, man. Try to you. not. You're not a big soccer guy. Yeah, thank you. I watched Ted Lasso. Um, I'm almost through Ted Lasso. Really? Yeah, I. Uh, it's gotten to the point where, how can I put this? I'm hate watching Ted Lasso at the end. What does that mean? It just got too political for me. I don't oh. like it. Oh. You know how I am. Yeah. Dude, why do we got to get too political? But why is everything? What happened to Happy Gold Ted Lasso? Like the first season of Ted Lasso, which I really enjoyed. I I I don't even. What do you? I don't know what you're referencing in season. No, three. there's just so many issues that have to be tackled. It's like what happened to Happy Go Lucky Ted Lasso? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But but it wasn't Happy Go Lucky. He like fought like a lot of issues in the yeah, first two seasons. Yeah, that was in season seasons. two. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I anyway, I'm almost through it. So anyway, <laughs> Ted Lasso soccer. So now I've lost my train of thought. Oh, okay, I know what I was gonna do. Uh, so intern Ben, uh, he's got. The World Cup report, Sweden versus USA. 
Big, big match. Also, uh, I watched some of the Hall of Fame game, as I mentioned, last night. Uh, did you did you see any of this? Did you even t- tune in? It was NFL football. I had to watch some of it because it's so sexy. I can't keep my eyes off it. Mm. Did you watch any of this? Uh, I channel flipped a little bit. I got home and slept until like 6.30. And um, I had the CFL game on in the background while I was kind of writing the report. And I switched over to the NFL. And then I watched the Jays highlights. And yeah, nothing was really drawing me in yesterday. Not going to lie. After we went and played the round. um, Even uh, the first NFL game in forever that was on the TV. Now, it was nice to like see like. And yeah, I don't like to knock on the CFL, but there's just something different when the NFL players get going and like just some of the cuts and some of the line blocking and just some of that type of thing. You respect it a little bit more, but uh, it wasn't enough for me to be like, oh, I got to see how this one ends. But congrats on the Browns on their comeback win because, you know, the Jets were out big last time I checked. Um, Did you see... Uh... You see the uh, the national anthem? <laughs> no, I was asleep during the national anthem for sure. Um, so Demarcus Ware, mm-hmm. uh, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Demarcus mm-hmm. Ware now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's saying the uh, the national anthem. This has become a thing where they get the players to sing the anthem, especially now, in preseason games. Now, I. Uh, I equate singing to what we do in broadcasting. Okay. Here, here's, here's, here's my thoughts on this. Agree or disagree. Um, a, lot of, a lot of us think we can do it, but only a few of us do it well. Does that make any sense? Uh, yes. Singing and, like, broadcasting. Like, you know, emceeing an event doing something, like doing a video, doing whatever. A lot of people think they can do it, but then a few of us can only do it well. I'm not speaking for myself because I know I don't do it well, but I just, I just make a modest living from it. But I find singing is the same way as broadcasting. People think they can do it, but only a handful of us can do it well. Uh, case in point, DeMarcus Ware singing last night. And it's not like I'm Simon Cowell. It's not like I'm Randy Jackson or Paul Abdul or all the numerous other g- judges they had on American Idol. Yeah, your Keith opinion Urban. means your opinion means very little in the long scheme of things. Katy Perry. At. But I but I but I okay, uh, you're right. But I do know is when somebody can or cannot sing, you can hear it right away. <laughs> GVP, have you heard some of this rendition of DeMarcus Ware's national anthem? And God bless him for doing it. A little, little bit, yeah. Your thoughts before we play the clip? Can I mean, you sing or not it, sing? It's interesting for sure. <laughs> uh, cringy or not cringy? Cringy. Yeah. Oh, uh, so this is Demarcus Ware singing the old Star Spangled Banner prior to the uh, Browns and Jets on the Big Show. Hit it, GVP. He has his eyes closed the whole time. What so proudly we hail at the twilight. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> stop this for a second, please. 
Yeah. Um, it's. Can you tell how hard the dude on the piano was trying to figure out the cadence to this? I like how that's like your go back, one go back like ten seconds. <laughs> this is incredible. Sing it, Demarcus. Yeah, let him fuck. Again. Again, I'm not Randy Jackson, but that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The piano goes, like, fast sometimes and has to slow down for him. And the problem is he sang so slow. Yeah. In Ode to Bleeding Gums Murphy from one of the early seasons of The Simpsons. Uh, at least he hit that high note there. I'm not gonna join in. No thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till like uh, GVP. Fast forward a little bit till the end, where he really, where he really brings it. Here we go. I should be throwing money in an oversized wine glass on top of that piano. <laughs> yeah, good for you, Demarcus Ware. It's Mike Tarico chimes in. Good for you, Demarcus Ware. Did you did you get the part where Chris Collinsworth says I've never been so nervous for a football player in my life? <laughs> no, I don't think I have. Yeah, he was because he was really rooting for him to do well. <laughs> oh boy, that was impeccable. Uh, really good stuff. Um, I think we should have more of this. How um, much money would it take for one of you guys to do that at a live sporting event? Do an anthem, <laughs> sing the anthem, like, yeah. like like a okay. But let let's do like a you mean okay, singing the national anthem at a Flames game. Yeah, yeah. George <laughs> which, Canyon which goes anthem, down. Though? They have to call in which one anthem? Guys. Either or. Because I would really like to hit the Star Spangled. Is there going to be a flyover? Yeah, well, say well, home of the brave. Jim Poblinski will be flying around. Poblinski, the Blimski. Poblinski. It's so hard to say, <laughs> but it's so good. It is so good. I can't wait till the Flames have a blimp this season, and I'm totally taking credit for that. <laughs> we should They're try. Like, oh, put our. Could you imagine? Put you our imagine faces game on one? it. Could you imagine game one? There's a blimp and like flyers, like little like tickets to the Wranglers are just coming out of the blimp. It's like, oh, we had this idea to fly a blimp around during the intermission. I'm like, oh, really? really? Where'd you get that idea from? <laughs> Oh, isn't that convenient? <laughs> I bet you the I bet you Flames game ops people were like, "How much does it cost to fly a blimp inside the dome?" Uh, That's my dream. That's my dream to have a blimp inside the dome. Yeah, you, it is now. You know what it there is. was yesterday at one of the silent auction items? A blimp? No, a, blimp a ride. hot air balloon ride. Uh, you you know, see, that's you know how I feel about those. Apparently, blimp rentals start at twelve hundred bucks a day. Can you um, full-size full blimp or mini yeah. blimp? Uh, I, I'm looking at a full-size right now. That's probably what we want. Can you smoke on a hot air balloon? <laughs> Can you smoke on your hot air balloon? While you're, 
while you're hanging hundreds of feet in a wicker basket? Can you smoke in a hot air balloon? You probably could. Smoking is prohibited within 100 feet. Oh, so, did you um boring. did you bid on the hot air balloon ride? No, I'm terrified of the idea of getting in a hot air balloon. Okay, so yeah, I know you're afraid of heights. So singing the national anthem, what would be a like? How much money would it take for me to do it? Because you know you're going to go viral because it's going to be bad. But then at the same time, I really don't care. Um, a reasonable, what would it cost for you, Maddie? A reasonable amount. Oh, I which don't anthem know. are you singing, Canadian or American? Uh, probably Canadian. Okay, I'm going American. So you and I are singing the anthem at the Flames game. Yeah, <laughs> they're playing the they're playing the Golden Knights. I'll get the American one. You get the Canadian one. Why? Why How do you want money? the American one? Because it's a banger. I can't help it. <laughs> every time, because you're just when, brimming with patriotism. Uh, when every time I did, uh, I covered Blue Jay games, mm-hmm. and I had an intern working with me. Like I don't know why, like they're shadowing me because you do like two hits to six eighty news in Toronto. Yeah, talk about the game. Tough gig. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> every time during the old Star Spangled Banner. I used to turn deadpan to the intern and go, I bleeping love this song. And I would would face straight. That was my thing. (laughs) Let me tell you, though. Let me tell you, though. Favorite song. I have been. Say a word. I have been way back when I was in Tempe when the Cardinals played in that stadium outside against the Giants. And when Home of the Brave was saying, and all of a sudden those F-16s flew over the top, let me tell you, if you don't yell USA, you're dead inside. Because <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> oh, it's one of my favorite things about Labor Day. Anthem, <laughs> flyover. Flyover's the best. Let's go. Like, I don't, who doesn't love a flyover? Yeah, Probably like- Greta, Greta Thunberg. But outside of her, who doesn't love a flyover? It's the best. How dare you? It's the best thing. The flyover is the best thing ever. It gets so, you fired up. Yeah, it does. Any big sporting event. How much money would that over. cost? How much money would that cost? I'm I'm struggling with a dollar amount. Like it would have to be a thousand dollars. Yeah, for a thousand dollars. Yeah, I was thinking like, can you cover my rent for a month? Like, can we get like maybe like I don't know. Twice as much of that. How much? How much would you practice? How much would I practice? Yeah. Um, I'd probably give it like a a good week. <laughs> okay. Would you hire like a vocal a vocal coach? No. To help you out? No. 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 I'm fine. I just need to remember the lyrics. I have the tonal capacity. Yeah, I, mean, to I, do I, think, it. I think I think I'm doing I it for twenty. All, I think I'm doing it for twenty five hundred bucks. I can hit all the notes. No problem. Twenty five hundred bones. The brave. Like, it can't be worse than what DeMarcus Ware did. Well, it could. Like, Carl you don't Lewis, know that. the I've old never, Carl Lewis one. I've never heard you sing, and you don't seem like a... Uh, How do you know I don't have a voice of an angel? You just don't have the look. I'm not going to lie. You just of an anthem singer? No. You, well, you kind of look like an anthem singer, but you don't really look like a, a songbird of our generation. Like, as long as I wore a Flames jersey that has a musical note on it, I'd be fine, right? Yeah, you would essentially nail it. That's that's yeah. like every anthem singer in the NHL. Well, that's tough. Throw on a jersey, let her buck. Was there anything better than what's-his-name from the Canucks who like was skating around the rink and then tripped on the and carpet then he fell on and the carpet. fell while he was yeah. singing? Yeah. 
Mark, what was his name? I don't remember his name. He had uh, ridiculous hair. It was a great mullet. Okay. Yeah. So I'm thinking 2500 bucks to sing the Star Spangled Banner at the Flames game. I don't think I would do it, though. <laughs> Maybe after a few drinks. <laughs> a couple glasses of wine. Just, hey, some big just... heaping glasses of Chablis, <laughs> Matty Rose. And give me that microphone. I'm just looking forward to the next time you're in the stands. Get a couple pops in you and just bust out the anthem in the middle of the first period. What? what a, yeah, but you like my chirps. <laughs> Your chirps are incredibly dumb, and I do love them. They're so good. Like when when the Roughnecks were playing Saskatchewan, and I was talking about Saskatchewan's GDP yeah. and how low it ranked in Canada. <laughs> yeah, take Eat that, Saskatchewan. Take that. Yeah. The crowd really enjoyed that. You guys have a lot of farmland in your province, like even more than us. You need you need to do a better job of exporting wheat around the country. <laughs> All right, your biggest um, city isn't even that big. Yeah, I uh, I have an idea for tickets today too. Oh, good. For the chasing summer giveaway. We also have golf tickets or golf passes to give away. Yeah, and it's golf also um, you got a round of golf. Do you want you want me to do that now, or we're, we'll do it after the Rose Report? You can do it now. Because I want to get some in for the 7.30 segment. Okay, drop some no, in here. No, let's wait. Let's okay, wait. fine, fine, Because it's already 6.30, and we're already, like, All right. yammering on. What do you got coming up in set, Rose Report? Oh, pff, we got Jays. We got uh, Stampeders. Uh-huh. Uh, we got some golf, some local notes. And uh, we're handing out a Lifetime Triple Crown Award, too. That was... Uh... I was totally going to be my text topic today. <laughs> we should have talked before the show. We should. But that's fine. We can we can parlay that into our text topic. Mm-hmm. No problem. Okay. We'll do that next. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio, it's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan, at the top of the hour, host of Sportsnet Central. Mr. Tim McAuliffe will join us. And we're giving away a pair of tickets to the Chasing Summer Festival this Saturday and Sunday down at the Max Bell Center Festival grounds. We'll do that at 7.30. But right now, to get you caught up on the Blue Jays, uh, the Oilers make a hire, um, NFL football, CFL football, um, soccer, probably not. Um, Mr. Matt Rose with the Rose Report. And it's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Matty Rose. Yo, friends. Welcome to your Friday Hope you're ready for the weekend. We got Jays, Stamps, Oilers, all that things that George just said. We'll begin with the Jays. We wrapped up their series with the Orioles, a little bit of a day game. Kevin Gosman was on the bump. As good an opportunity to win as any when he takes the mound. Had a clean first inning. Then the Jays got Whit Merrifield to third, but Springer and Chapman struck out to leave him stranded. We go to the second inning when we first saw our first bit of scoring. Gosman ready for his 40th pitch. A quarter of them have been to Hayes, and he pulls it towards third, past the dive of Chapman into left field, a base hit. Mountcastle comes in to score on the RBI single from Austin Hayes. 1-0 Baltimore. 
The third consecutive single for the Orioles here in the second inning. Stunning. Ryan Mountcastle scores on the Hayes single to open up the scoring. Later on in the inning. Wants another punch out. Bases loaded. The pitch. And it's lined into left field. A base hit. In to score, Frazier. Coming around third. Here comes Hayes. The throw by Varsho in plenty of time. Kirk with the tag right into the chest to cut down Hayes at the plate. The Orioles will score one on the RBI single, making it 2-0 Baltimore. But another outstanding throw by Dalton Varsho from left. Put it right on the money for the tag of Kirk. And the inning comes to an end. The Orioles did challenge for a home plate collision, but no dice. Great throw by Varsho. Limits the damage in the second. Was not a great day for the Jays. Bats, though, they didn't have another base runner until the sixth inning. But when they did, they did make it count. A 3-0 lead for the right-hander. The pitch. And a line drive into right field. Sinking near the line. That is down for a base hit. Kiermaier blazing around the bases. He'll come in to score. Witt goes to third on the RBI single from Guerrero. Yeah, unfortunately, that would be it for the Jays. Jack Flaherty carving up the Jays in his first start as a member of the Orioles. Acquired from the Cardinals at the deadline. Six innings of one-run ball. He allowed four hits and two walks with eight strikeouts. The Orioles cashed a couple more runs late. One on an error. They won 6-1. to one. Ryan Mountcastle was 4-4 four for four with an RBI and a couple of runs. Oh the Jays was 3-4 of four to the Orioles, George. Like, stop pitching to that guy. Yeah, you gotta just you gotta basically treat him like Otani against the Jays. He's like or, just put him or, on base. Yeah, he's like Otani and Barry Bonds rolled yeah. into one. That's what this guy is. He just stands straight up in the batting box, which just always drives me nuts. Like, how I do you have no you bend in your knees? Box. Anyway, he's uh he's incredible against the Jays. He's an absolute Jays killer. I don't think you've ever seen anybody rake the way they do against the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, Man Ram and A Rod, all those guys, sure. But he's just been fantastic. Stop pitching that guy. Um, you, you know how I say sometimes I yell at the TV when I watch sports? <laughs> yeah. I, I just I can't help myself sometimes. I'm like, what are you doing? That happened to me in the in the bottom of the first inning of this game yesterday. Mm. So uh, Jake Flaherty uh, gets a start. Uh, big acquisition by the Orioles. Jays have runners at first and second, none out. Vlad Jr. at the dish. Mm-hmm. Flaherty struggling with this control right away, right? Sure. Uh, Jays uh, struggling with runners in scoring position all series. What does Vlad do? Swing at the first pitch and lines it out to center. I'm like, why are you swinging at the first pitch? Work the count a little bit. It wasn't even a fastball. It's a breaking ball low. Not in his sweet spot. I'm like, what? Like, the approach, as Kevin Barker says, you got to have a better approach. It's just a common sense. Why swing at that pitch? Anyway, Jays 2 for 29 with runners in scoring position in this series. And so much for that, when I talked about this before the series started, I go, maybe, maybe if they, you know, take three of four, get right into this division race, all of a sudden, uh, now you're seven and a half games back of the Orioles for top spot in the division. And don't look now, you're playing the Red Sox, who you haven't beaten this season yet, and the Bo Sox are only two games behind you for that final playoff spot in the American League. Yikes. Oh, and I'll make it better for you. Alec Manoa's on the bump tonight. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! Jose Barrios. stink today. You never know, but he has a lot this season. Jose Barrios and Chris Bassett will follow on the weekend. It's a 5-10 start on Sportsnet West or right here on Sportsnet 960. And should have mentioned as well, uh, Trevor Richards placed on the 15-day injured list with neck inflammation. So Bodum Francis was recalled. Apparently, Yusei Kikuchi is fine after throwing his shoulder out. But yeah, which, which is awesome. 
that guy. I'm, I'm just becoming a bigger fan every day. Uh, National League action on the network today at noon. You can catch the Braves and Cubs. And at 7.30, the Dodgers will face the Padres. Those will be on Sportsnet 1. Also, I uh, should mention this as well. Away from the Jays, Shohei Otani was pulled from his start yesterday after four innings with what they're calling cramping in his hands. I don't know if you feel the same way, George, but it feels like he's been pulled from three or four games over the last couple of weeks due to cramping and all in kind of different spots. It was his back against the Jays. It's his hand here yesterday. Well, he's he's been dealing with a blister issue on his hand, but hand cramping? Is that what they're saying? That's what they were saying yesterday. That like his fingers were like cramping up and like one was, was he was he on the computer straight. too long? Was he working the mouse too much? Getting a little carpal tunnel. Yeah. Playing some Overwatch with the lads. Anyway, yeah, it's concerning. Uh, but he'll be fine because they're not going to make the playoffs anyway. But at least he had his 40th dinger last night. Angels lost to the Mariners. They're four games back of the Jays. Woof. I uh, wanted to throw this in here as well. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers with the big hire yesterday. Jeff Jackson, their new CEO, um, feels like a little bit of a succession type of plan for Ken Holland, who is entering the final year of his contract. Uh, Jeff Jackson was an agent, most notably Connor McDavid's agent. Huh. Weird. So weird. So strange how that happens. Uh, he'll now be uh, at the top of everything as the Oilers. Well, not really soon. They're not in the same spot as the Maple Leafs, but they've got deals for Leon Dreisaitl coming up in a couple seasons, and they've got a deal for Connor McDavid coming up in three seasons. So um, this felt like a a move that when you start putting all the dots together, this one certainly made a lot of sense, George. Yeah, he uh, he has some experience working with the Maple Leafs in a very high position there. Yep, AGM. Uh, you know, he, uh, he was an ex-pro. So he knows the game. And he's uh, Connor McDavid's only agent he's ever played. Never mm-hmm. had. So I think it's a smart hire by them. And this is clearly to uh, show Connor McDavid that uh, we please, God, don't sign in somewhere else. Please sign an extension with us. This is your best chance to win a Stanley Cup here in Edmonton. And I think it's a smart move by the Oilers. Yep, for sure. Uh, Want to jump over to the CFL. The Calgary Stampeders will face arguably their toughest task at home when they welcome the Toronto Argonauts to McMahon Stadium tonight. They got a lot of stuff. They will be taking on the undefeated Argos. The defending Grey Camp champs are 6-0 and as we get set for Week 9. A handful of changes to the Stamps roster, but mostly good. Trey Roberson returns to the secondary. Darius Williams returns to help on specials. They'll have a new long snapper as well, Maxime Latour. Uh, Kadeem Carey unable to go, still on the one-game injured list now. Our boy Patty Dumas was able to ask uh, the quarterback, Jake Mayer, about limiting the turnovers against Toronto as they come into McMahon leading the league in turnover differential. Don't force it. Um, they'll make you pay for it. Uh, they don't let you get away with being late with the ball. Um, you know, so you got to be on time. you got to be in as much rhythm as you can, which is obviously tough against a team like that. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, I mean, just just take what they give you, and it is a game of patience, I think, especially with a team like that that forces turnovers because uh, they thrive on that. Yeah, that's going to be a tough challenge for the Stamps tonight. That's a seven o'clock start. Yesterday had the battle of the two top teams in the West. BC and Winnipeg Lions won the first outing. Bombers dominated yesterday, fifty to fourteen. The final score. Kenny Lawler had a whopping two hundred yards receiving. Zach Laros threw three touchdowns. Outstanding showing from that veteran group, especially their offensive line. Other games this week, you'll see the Alouettes visit the Ticats Saturday. Riders and the Red Blacks go on Sunday. 
From the NFL, first preseason game was yesterday. The Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio, between the Cleveland Browns and the New York Jets. The total was 33.5, and Ross said... I know the number's really low. I know there's people recommending the over because the number's so low. But guys, they don't play anybody. They, they, they play the third string O-line so much, and it's really hard to score points with the third string O-line. I'm still saying take the under. It was close. 33.5 was the line. They ended up scoring 37, 23 points in the first half, significantly less scoring in the second. But uh, the Browns won 21-16. Big come-from-behind victory for the underdog Browns. Um, I don't know what else to say about this game, George. It's over. Uh, the rest of the league starts preseason next weekend. Uh, the biggest takeaway is DeMarcus Ware's national anthem. Yeah, yeah, that is, which is substantial, definitely. Yeah, it was something, all right. Yeah, yes. Boy, that's something. Uh, in golf. We take out our drivers, we tee up, and... <coughs> Final term of the regular season for the FedEx Cup. Canadian Adam Svensson carded a 7-under to be a stroke back to the leader, Russell Henley, after day one. Adam Scott was 5-under, tied for 5th, which if he holds would actually move him from 81st to just inside the cut line for the FedEx Cup. Shane Lowry and Justin Thomas, a couple other big names trying to get in. Lowry was two under. Thomas was even, which will not even be good enough to get you to Saturday, really, let alone get you into the top 70 for the FedEx Cup playoffs. On the ladies' tour, second round is already done for the Scottish Open at... Uh, no, pardon me. The second round is underway for the Scottish Open at Dundonald Links. Maddie Zarek, the lone Canadian, she was one over after four holes... So she's hanging around, but she's going to have to pick it up here in her second round to make some noise on the rest of the weekend. And Liv is back this weekend. It's the Liv Greenbrier at Old White in West Virginia, George. All right. It's Liv Golf. Yeah. 11-15 shotgun start this morning. How much longer are we morning. doing this for they before <laughs> they all come together? They only have five more tournaments in the season. How about the four aces? The four aces? No one puts in the hours like us. Yeah, uh, Dustin Johnson and Pats Reed Perez and Uline are way out in front. Peter Uline? Yeah, they've got... Uh, oh, yeah, he's a Pete, not a Pat. That's fine. They've got 168 points. Uh, next up is Torque at 129. Mm. Um, the last place team, guess how many points they have. Remember that the four aces have 168. 89. The cliques have 14 points. Hmm. The, isn't, uh, that, uh, isn't that um, <laughs> brutal? Griot's team? I don't know. Or no, Joaquin Neiman. No, uh, Neiman is Torque, I believe. Cleeks is. Um, oh, what's his name? The Asian dude. I can't remember his. Nah? Kevin Nah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Martin Keimer. Is in his putts? Uh, isn't it Martin Keimer? Could be wrong. <laughs> we got to look up the Cleeks roster now. I think Martin it's Martin Keimer's Keimer. on live. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Because yeah, Martin Keimer really brings in the fans with his electric personality <laughs> and his efficient German golf. <laughs> That's the oh, way yeah. they like it. Nothing's electric is watching Martin Keimer uh, carve it up. Kevin Nod. You guys also won a couple majors, which is insane. He Kev won the U.S. Open. Right? Kevin yeah, Nod is yeah. the, uh, yeah. the leader of the Ironheads, who only have 19 points in the standings. So, so who's go. on the... What were we talking about? What what team are they called? The Cleeks. The Cleeks? Who's on the Cleeks? The, the Cleeks are uh, Martin Keimer. Yeah. Um, Martin Ri Keimer, Richard Bland, Graham <laughs> oh, McDowell. Oh, Dick Glenn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bern Weis Weisberger. Burned Weisberger. Weisberger. Yeah, yeah Weisberger. Weisberger. Weisberger, sorry. 
Graham yeah. McDowell, Richard Bland. <laughs> Dick Bland. Yeah. A cleek oh, was a long Bland. iron from golf's earliest days, but there's no way this oh, team okay. is stuck in the past. This team stinks. Multiple major winner Martin Kamer leads a lineup that fully respects golf's traditions, but is fully committed to creating new chapters in the sport's rich history. With every swing of their thoroughly modern clubs, cliques are driven to shine in this new format. This is a a team with its eyes firmly on the future, with an attitude that's all about dominating now. Mm. Hey, Cavalry FC are in action tonight. Uh, They're taking on Forge down at Spruce Meadows. Cavalry sits third. They're two points back Forge and Pacific. Only 11 matches left in the Cavalry season. I think our boy Patty Dumas might be missing his first one this season while he's out camping. Maybe. I don't know. Lives a mysterious life. The Okotoks dogs. He really does. He, he really does. He, he does. I think we can all attest to that. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I, I think that's part of his charm. Yeah, no, it's part of the mystique, uh, the allure, if like you Pat's will. Pat's like, I need the weekend off. Why? I'm just going to space. Like, what? Yeah. What do you mean? You're, I'm what? like, okay. When did this happen? That seems, that seems like something realistic. Okay, okay. right on. Uh, hey, the Okotoks dogs were in action yesterday, George. Uh-oh. They were out in Speedy Creek. They were facing the 57s. Ooh, yes, sir. Yeah, they crushed them 13 to 2. They oh, eat that. Grand salami and everything. Uh, great news because the Sylvan Lake Gulls also crushed the Regina Red Sox. The Dogs oh. keep their one game berth on the Gulls with just two games to go. The Dogs in Lethbridge to face the Bulls at Spit Stadium tonight. While the Gulls visit the Moose Jaw Miller Express for their final two games. Okotoks will close the regular season. It's fan appreciation night Saturday against those very same Lethbridge Bulls. And playoff tickets are on sale right now. Final local note, the Calgary Sturge start their first ever playoff run this weekend. They finish as the top seed in the West, so they can skip tonight's play-in games, and they instead will host the winner of tonight's game between the Winnipeg Sea Bears and the Edmonton Stingers. They'll be playing Sunday at Windsport. If they win, they go to Championship Weekend in Langley, where they'd have to play the Vancouver Bandits in the conference final on Friday. Some tickets for Sunday's playoff game still available. I will see you all there. And finally, what you've all been waiting for, my friends, let me tell you a little bit about Paul Bashaw. Now, Paul is a former truck driver, just handed in his retirement papers. A nice man from Massachusetts. This sweet man thought there was three things in life that he would never, ever see. Number one was the Patriots winning a Super Bowl. He had become a fan in the late 60s, so it was not so good for a while. But eventually, Tom Brady came in and knocked that one off the list for old Mr. Bashaw. Number two, he wanted to hit a hole-in-one. Five years ago, happened to jar one out, so no problem. Scratch that one off the list. Then just three days after giving his two-week retirement, he completed the triple crown of life by winning the lottery. The third thing that he told his wife he thought he would never be able to do, a $20 scratch ticket paid out $1 million. A lot of win. His team won the Super Bowl, and now the hole in one. Yep. Our boy, 65-year-old Paul Bashaw, is your triple crown winner of 2023. I love that he says that was the triple crown of life. Nothing involved with his wife. I don't even know if he has children. <laughs> that was never That was never on the radar. No. Uh, his triple crown of life was Patriots Super Bowl, hole-in-one, lottery win. 
He did it. Uh, this is our text topic today at 960-960, name and location. For your chance to win uh, two tickets to the Chasing Summer Festival this Saturday and Sunday down at the Max Bell Center Festival grounds, give us your triple crown of life. 960-960, name and location. That's really good. The triple crown of life. Yeah. 960-960, name and location. If you make us laugh and entertain us, Chances are you win the tickets. Give us I'm going to have to brainstorm of life. a couple things that I'd like to do. Mm. Okay. 960, 960, name and location. Your triple crown of life. 960, 960, name and location. Are, are you done? Terrific job. Oh, yeah. Well, kind of. I got to play this. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for. And that was a Rose Report brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Tim McAuliffe next. It's the big show, Russick and Rose, 960 The Fan.